gentlemen. Welcome to the 26th episode of Loud and Anxious. This is Serena. And this is Murat. How are you, Murat? Good, good. And how are you? I'm fine. Uh, I'm uh, sad to think about food. We <laughs> just stopped to talk about it and then uh, I realized I want dessert. Mm-hmm. I want something sweet and I don't have anything because I'm always on diet, so you can imagine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, good weather. More or less, right now, maybe we rain later. It's not raining, yeah. Uh, there's uh, high chances that we will get stuck in the Netherlands uh, because of Corona and the high risk uh, uh, of our um, area, area province. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but for the rest, I try to be uh, and try to positive. Be positive, yeah, yeah. And what about you? Yeah, I was in a. Uh, vacation for three days let's say a, a short vacation, vacation yeah yeah well, for me yeah from time to time i need to take those breaks otherwise i cannot really s- remain sane at the mm-hmm. workplace so i think uh, it was useful so i literally did nothing in those three days yeah if you uh, we went to market uh, to check some yeah also because go. it's not that you can do so much eh? you know it's traveling and so on every time you have like an- anxiety about oh, what will happen uh, yeah. i'm mm-hmm. able to go back home or whatever i think we just missed our chance in, uh, with uh, with my wife because uh, in the summer lots of our uh, friends they went to switzerland or italy or mm-hmm. Uh, Germany, etc., to spend some time outside Netherlands, uh, and it was still okay. Uh, but now I don't see it happen soon. Mm, yeah, yes, uh, becoming mm-hmm. worse and worse. But you mm-hmm. know, there's good news at least for for my country. Uh, the World Organization said that Italy uh, um, uh, fought in the best way as possible the virus mm-hmm. after the breakout. And now the numbers are quite nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the opposite as here in the Netherlands. That uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It looks like that we will go to lockdown soon. I hope not. But uh, well, it will be what it will be. To be honest, uh, I I had the same feeling. No one really cares about the situation, and it's it's not something that you can just ignore. I think no. so. This True. this was the, their approach since the beginning. So the first, uh, when this uh, coronavirus came, everyone was extremely anxious, right? And they took all the precautions Mm -hmm. for two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) And then... And then there was like a fucking uh, huge amount of people everywhere. Especially during the summer, it was a mess. I mean, the point is that uh, there is not so much land for everyone. Everyone is concentrated in big cities. And yeah, uh, the density of population Mm -hmm. is crazy here. Mm -hmm. So I like Germany is is doing good because they have a lot of land, even if there are like 80 millions. Mm-hmm. But here I see that there's the chances that things are getting really bad. Hmm. Well, we will see. Yeah, but yeah, let's, let's talk about music. Then, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Corona yeah, but also it's it, it makes me anxious about music also because uh, if if this goes like this for a, a couple of or a, for six more months. Then next year's festivals also will go to trash can. Have you seen that some of the festivals of uh, this uh, autumn, winter or next year are already cancelled? Yeah, they are already gone, but I I still had hope for 2021. Mm. But if if it goes uh, in the the wrong direction uh, from now on, let's say, uh, there is a huge possibility that again all all the festivals or concerts will will be cancelled. I don't think that there will be like uh, we will not come back to the same situation as before in 2021 at least. I hope. Yeah. Um, yeah um, me personally, I don't think I will do 
anything mm-hmm. uh, next year. Maybe like really small concert or like small festivals as the Dunk maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, also there I will think like two or three times because uh, now I'm still uh, losing money because they opened the borders, they closed mm-hmm. the borders and then I had to cancel some vacation and they are not refunding me back because they said that apparently I know that this is unstable period so I should have not booked if I was not sure. Mm-hmm. But I cannot predict the, um, the outbreaks. So I decided, okay, fuck you, I will stay here until I know what that actually is like 100% mm-hmm. stable or safe and then I will start to book again concert vacations and so on mm-hmm. and maybe also other people will do the same so also next year I don't see even if everything is fine mm-hmm. I don't think that a lot of people will go on concerts and stuff yeah well at least the local concerts etc if they start it would be again a nice thing to see yeah but local local okay you you mean like local bands right yeah if I have, uh, dutch bands for example within the Netherlands or some okay. belgian bands uh, yeah yeah because also for traveling uh, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah i don't know when we will see american bands uh, i don't see that uh, quite soon yet. yeah mm-hmm. exactly so yeah i don't know uh now is a new um new question mark but have you mm-hmm. seen the uh, invitation that i sent to you about euroblast next saturday yeah yeah yeah. i saw so I saw. Uh, we can also see and uh, comment the euroblast uh, in the podcast maybe yeah, yeah yeah we can do that i think but uh, let's plan it yeah let's see Mm-hmm. So what do we have this uh, in this episode? Okay, we have uh, two new releases. One from Ireon and the other one is from Svalbard. Mm-hmm. So you reviewed Svalbard and I reviewed Ireon. We will talk about those. Then we have uh, two discussion topics. First, the most expensive rock and metal albums. And the other one we will discuss if headbanging uh, hurts the brain. <laughs> so, it can be dangerous. Yeah, dangerous for the brain. And finally, we have this Deep Metal Secret State. I th- I'm very excited about it because we find a random Manovar song generator. So we will, there will be a lot of comments about it. <laughs> yeah, that the songs are amazing, to be honest. And they, they look yeah, like they Manovar love. songs, I mean, yeah. The listeners don't even know what you're, you're thinking about or see or uh, think, yeah, thinking yeah. about. No, but the generator came from a friend. Uh, he sent me this generator, and uh, since then, I, uh, randomly, I'm making songs and laughing at them. So <laughs> that it never, it, it never fails me. Oh well, yeah. okay, let's see them. Okay, so let's start with your uh, review of uh, Svalbard. And yeah, Svalbard. Yes. So, uh, reason why I pick up this band, um, I saw this band at Road Barn. Mm-hmm. I think last year. Yes, 2019. Mm. We are still in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, it was in uh, one of the small uh, room in uh, in Road Barn, um, like the smallest one uh, in the. Yeah, okay. I will not tell you which is the room. I even forgotten, but it's really mm-hmm. really small, and uh, it was quite crowded. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, if a, if a room is small and uh, it's normal that there are not so many people, but it looks crowded. But it was. The reason why I'm saying this mm-hmm. is because it was really like uh, a kind of post hardcore atmosphere, mm-hmm. which uh, really suits this band because it's post hardcore. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're from UK. Um, at the beginning, I thought they were from the Netherlands. I don't know why. Mm. Um, and they have like a, a guitarist that has my same name. Serena. Serena. Uh-huh. Uh, which is the first time that I see an English person with my name. Normally they're American, but mm-hmm. okay. I mean, it's a very good name, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, the reason why I wanted to review their album is because I listened to them and I quite like them. Mm-hmm. 
um, but uh, well, I'm not really a huge fan of post hardcore. I like this album because it's quite atmospheric. Mm -hmm. uh, they use uh, like uh, a lot of atmospheric, um, let's say, background in the, mm -hmm. the music. I would say synthesizer, but they don't have. If I remember correctly, they don't have like uh, um, synth player. Uh, yeah, keyboard. exactly, uh -huh. synth player, keyboardist. Um, they um, well, I didn't really dig into the album itself. I checked like some reviews, and uh, it looks like that uh, the mm -hmm. uh, lyrics itself they're really deep. Uh, they talk about mental illness, societal issues, um, misogyny, abuse, and so on. Uh, so there are like I think quite uh, actual themes, actual topics uh, for mm -hmm. 2020, which is uh, quite interesting. Mm -hmm. quite uh, nice to find well normally in hardcore punk and so on you find uh, these kind of topics but in general for me I see uh, really few bands that are really talk about what's going on uh, mm -hmm. in the society right now which is a pity because music for me should be like a, a way to also um, Revo revolt talk. or yeah yeah mm -hmm. or like uh, yeah uh, like a scream against the the, the, the mm -hmm. Uh, exploitations or like uh, the things that are uh, going wrong in, uh, in mm -hmm. uh, our society or other societies uh, which is something I like uh, the only thing that makes me a little bit um, I don't know uh, not completely happy about this album I mean I will not tell you oh I love this album I will listen forever mm -hmm. is that um, it looks like a kind of um, like the package is, looks like a little bit metalcore. Mm -hmm. I didn't check the age of these guys. Uh, I don't know they're, if they're in their, yeah, their early 20s. Exactly, uh -huh. early 20s. Because it looks like music from uh, people mm. from the early 20s. Mm -hmm. from, from, uh, yeah. Mm, I mean, in the concert I saw in Rodburn, people were more or less our age, between 30 35. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is something, this is some music that I expect a lot of people that there are between, uh, I don't know, 15 and 25 uh, mm -hmm. uh, will go and listen to. Because it's easy to, to, to listen. It's, uh, it's, and it's also, it, it covers a lot of patterns that you can find in the uh, modern metalcore. Not mm -hmm. the first wave, more the, the second, uh, let's say, that is like has also other um influences uh, but still uh it's not a um i don't want to say classic but it's not a mid uh, post hardcore that uh, i normally listen mm -hmm. uh for, from um like for example to share um but it's also true i'm not really into the genre maybe i'm saying bullshit um so let's say for me as a conclusion i would say that is a very nice album uh, mm -hmm. it's very uh, well produced and so on it's nice to listen to uh you know when you feel like a little bit melancholic it's very nice to put on a, on a, um, spotify mm -hmm. but uh, for the rest um i don't think it's really targeted for us mm. okay for our age Mm -hmm. say not for us because i know that uh, probably you don't listen post hardcore no. uh, every day but no. me either mm -hmm. but uh, yeah that's all from my side uh do you have question because yeah. you were looking at me quite uh, in a very questionable way no the for me uh you said that you it is the first time that i'm hearing uh, the post hardcore uh that, that for me yeah genre for me hardcore is already a quite new genre so to have a post hardcore <laughs> yeah i'm not so it, it's for me it's not for uh -huh. uh, so but when i see the the uh, prefix post in a genre i do directly assume that there will be a there will be an atmospheric ingredient mm, true 
in everything post rock post metal post well obviously hardcore they they put the synth underneath the music and they call it post so it's also a little bit uh, how to say it's becoming uh, a common thing yeah regardless a, the which genre they are going after which is a pity because i think 10 years ago there was like a yeah post mm-hmm. asterisk became like a, a genre something mm-hmm. new and it was really like experimental and mm-hmm. stu- new stuff to listen to uh now is uh yeah it's normal but it's for every genre so yeah the, it it is what makes me a bit uh distant to those because i had a very short period that i really started to like post metal and post yeah a post <laughs> <laughs> well, what is this sound I, okay I, I think someone is drilling a hole somewhere yeah so uh, I, I, I started to like post uh, post metal or post track, but then I realized literally anyone who buys uh, the Pro Tools, etc., they put the synth in the in their songs yeah. and they become post something uh, with lots of delay. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't know. I should make a comparison with like a much uh, more bands mm-hmm. that plays the same uh, genre right now and see if actually something new mm-hmm. in the hardcore scene or is something that it became kind of mainstream still mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know um, I, I think uh, post hardcore is still like a nice evolution of hardcore mm-hmm. for me hardcore and punk hardcore I mean uh, is too much mm-hmm. is too mm, harsh too mm-hmm. raw uh, and in this way you make it uh, uh, a bit more musical maybe yeah you make it a little bit more musical but then you need to question yourself if uh, they make it in the way that it becomes more easy to s- uh, mm. s- sell it or yeah uh, is a, is a, I mean at the end I always thought about punk as something that is dead right now mm-hmm. like you don't really have punk bands or like the, the essence of uh, punk or hardcore and the, the evolution of punk mm-hmm. um, add like I think the, uh, the, the, the uh, how do you say the, the maximum uh, uh, peak, the peak uh-huh. uh, around the 80s and then uh, it was just something like um, like a niche that mm-hmm. you can find in some places in some clubs and so on right now I even think that these places uh, or these bands that don't exist anymore it's already it's also very related to the society back in the 80s late 70s early 80s up to mid 90s there was a really huge wave of anarchism from the young population yeah, but towards is not only anarchy. Yeah, yeah yeah I totally agree but this was also one of the cores of the of the music that defines that era now I see the young generation they are only playing Fortnite. Mm, yeah, or this Minecraft. is a this is a big uh, the big parenthesis for me because I mm-hmm. start to think. Um, I, I mean, I, I can I can apply this thought also to metal, but I think that the new generation they don't have like uh, any uh, how can I say any goal in life? Like they're there, they're just uh, and um, they are not every, going like out. Everything. Remember, I remember that when I was 16, 15, 16, I started to go to, to bars with a fake ID and I was listening to music. Now, people, younglings at the age of 16, they are just playing video games. They are not leaving their house. They don't go to bars, to cafes, etc. They don't socialize. They socialize via internet. That also uh, 
kills certain aspects of music in my opinion yeah but in yeah in general and uh, mm-hmm. uh, music and other forms of arts should be uh, the the instrument that uh, uh, the new generation are using in order to uh, change the thing that they don't like uh, from the gener- from the society that the mm-hmm. old generation create and now it's not happening anymore they're just ex- accept- accepted mm-hmm. and uh, this is not good but uh, ah, let's open an uh, enlightenment or so Yeah also that the, the I again uh, when I was thinking uh it's the same the average age in in the concerts or the festivals they go one year uh, up each year because yeah. it's the s- same guys so no new no young people goes to the concerts or yeah, to we're, the festivals we're a bunch of old people in yeah. concerts and festivals mm-hmm. let's see yeah So okay, so let's, let's talk, talk about, about Arian. So Arian. yeah, new wow. album, Transistors. But you know, you like so much Dutch bands. You review so many of them. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are productive, let's say. No, but this time I was a, a little bit disappointed with this album, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, I like Arian's. Uh, previous albums more than this okay this is a, again nice tailored album so again it's a it's a rock opera let's say or metal opera i won't talk about this album saying that it's metal because there is no metal in this in my opinion uh, they uh, what i liked about iron was that uh, the the prog power uh, sound that it has it had mm-hmm. so it was it it reminded me the the nice uh, demons and wizards blind guardian halloween uh, sound mm-hmm. but with prog elements that is quite common in dutch symphonic metal let's say they are, they are using also th- those uh, progressive vibes in in epica or in uh, other dutch bands like mayan for example okay. so it, it uh, but in this time uh, i think Uh, he started to think not start but uh, it's much more like a rock uh, a prog rock album like maybe Pink Floyd or Mm -hmm. Pineapple Thief I would say Uh, I won't uh, tell the story but yeah it's again it's a the the story of the album it uh, takes place in 1880s so it's quite a gothic team let's say uh, victorian gothic team uh, the whole album and the top topics mm-hmm. the characters uh, there are two main characters so daniel is uh, the, sung by uh, tommy karevik from camelot mm-hmm. and uh, abby uh, is sung by uh, kemi uh, kemi gilbert from oceans of slumber so these are the main characters okay. uh, Well, there are lots of lots of famous people from oh, metal metal scene. Yeah, she's in. Uh, so Simon Simon's uh, Tom Baker is doing the n- narrative, and Tom Baker uh, for people who doesn't know, he's he's I think the first or second Doctor Who. Oh. Yeah, so he's a quite well-known uh, voice actor mm-hmm. uh, in England. He's I think seventy-nine or eighty years old, okay. so quite uh, old. And I think he did a very good job. Well, he's he's one of the best in the world, let's say, about it. Uh, what we have, we have uh, Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister in the oh, really? in, yeah, in the band. We have Joe Satriani, 
e, Marty Friedman, e, Johanna James from Threshold, e, Noah Grumman from Stardust, e, Marcelo Bovio from Mayan. E, she is also yeah, a, like a Dutch mafia basically. <laughs> yeah, well, basically. Plus some nice guests. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we have Amanda Somerville uh, from Trillium. I, I like her quite much. We have Diane Van Hirsbergen. Uh, she is also again a, one of the sopranos, I guess, in the Dutch metal scene. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, again, it, it's like a uh, how to say it's like a nice sky with shooting uh, stars all over the place uh, in metal scene. But I also miss some. Uh, for example, I, I really missed uh, Hansi. He generally uh, is involved with Irion in previous ah, albums. Okay, yeah, but you know, maybe <laughs> because of COVID, he was not able to join them. I, I'm not sure. Not. I, I think they are just now recording in their own studios and ah, sending yeah. the files. They're not even seeing <laughs> yeah. each other. Uh, the one uh, remark that I would say: uh, they, they have extremely two good uh, guitar players, so Joe Satriani and Marty Friedman. So two virtuoso were involved in this album, mm-hmm. but the sound of the album doesn't fit with those guys in my opinion mm-hmm. so there are like long and nice guitar solos but you i had that feeling that okay we had a contract with those guys so we need to give them some minutes so that they can do their guitar solo but oh. it didn't fit in the atmosphere but this is my opinion uh, the album is generally fitted with lots of classical uh, instruments so lots of violins cellos etc etc it also gives the atmosphere of the of the 1880s let's say and extremely extremely uh, filled with synthesizers so uh, here in this album uh, i think one of the composers is uh, I, i forgot to take the note of the guy but He's uh, he's the keyboard player of uh, After Forever uh, from mm. the yeah again that Dutch mafia yeah so uh, he's he was quite involved and you can hear that uh, his synthesizers all over the album uh, well it's it, overall it's a nice album and I think it would be even more remarkable when uh, if possible when we see it uh, live. Because it's always uh, like the, the live uh, performance of Ireon is always like in, in a quite a high level. Yeah, but the question is, uh, we will be able to see them because it's also difficult to gather all these uh, yeah. artists together from all over the world. Nearly. So yeah. the only time that they see something similar was in Vakin with Avantasia, mm. and there were not so many. There were, I think, three or four. Well, last year actually, Ireon did a series of concerts in the Netherlands. I think five oh, or yeah, six concerts. Oh yeah, because all from the Netherlands. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, yes but uh, I remember that the, all the tickets went uh, out in five minutes yeah but I mean this kind of project are nice also for mm-hmm. non-metal of, uh, yeah and uh, to be honest the atmosphere yeah, the set exactly. etc is like a it's really like a musical it's a musical actually mm, so and also why not I remember when I was in Norway um, at the time Vikings was really um, uh trendy let's mm-hmm. say and uh, they start like the norwegian i don't know if it was norwegian or english i don't know orchestra were going around norway mm-hmm. to play uh, the the theme songs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a lot of people were going to l- listen to them so i think that this kind of epic music is um, is 
Yeah, it's mainstream. Or yeah. let, let's say people like to go there and uh, listen to them. The, the sad thing about this album is that the epicness is not there as as powerful as it was in the previous albums. Oh, yeah, but it, it that's what a I meant. Story, yeah, let's yeah say. of course. But uh, the story is nice, by the way, and it's uh, the the character progresses, etc. Is mm-hmm. quite interesting to uh, also read the lyrics. It's two CDs. I think it's something like two two hours mm-hmm. nearly. So it's quite long for a read, also for a listen. And of course, the, there's those repetitive themes and also the character themes, etc. So when when someone sings, you can tell that uh, mm-hmm. from the from the chords, etc. That it's, it's that character. So all of those are again at, at the very best. Uh, so he, he really did a remarkable job. Mm-hmm. Just it is I I was expecting to have those this epicness and this power metal uh, touch. I would say Th- mm. that's what makes me very excited about I Irion music uh, previously. Well. And I would say something. Sorry to <laughs> interrupt you. The the album art is just ridiculous. I okay. mean, you you they just did one of the most uh, how to say uh, big uh, production of of the year with all those big names. That they should find a, be- a better album art. Which is the name of the album? Uh, it's Transistus. Ah, uh, yeah. No, but it, it looks like it it it, it was it made by me in, in yeah. I could do the same in, in Word, eh? in uh, Microsoft Word. If you give me twenty minutes, maybe, I will come up with something like maybe this. Maybe he did it, you know, yeah. just to uh, save money on something. Yeah, but uh, the, the previous album covers and album arts were so nice that it it, t- it took attention. But this is just. It's a shame. But I don't get it because they released the DVD, CD, uh, I don't know, package, and uh, there's a nice uh, cover, that like a castle or something. That one, I think, yeah, the, 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 for the same album. Or yeah, I was checking oh. the, the. Yeah, still, but. Merch, and mm. uh, it's really strange for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, also the, the t shirt is horrible. It's just yeah, it's, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to be honest. So uh, may, maybe it's still work in progress. I hope it's still work in progress so because at a certain moment they will change the cover. Or no, what? but but sometimes I see in the, the there are some albums. They uh, after a certain amount of time they, they refurbish the uh, the cover, so they come up with a nicer cover sometimes. Yeah, but I think it's a bad uh, move anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but, but to be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, uh, I was not so happy with this album, and the cover is just, what is this? <laughs> to, to be honest, it will not win uh, the the best cover album uh, no. from the uh, Amazon UK uh, <laughs> metal yeah. uh, prices. So <laughs> that we commented two episodes whatever. ago. Yeah, uh, okay. I remember because I uh, loaded it yesterday. So mm. that's why. <laughs> so. Uh, very good, very good. We finish with the new releases. Uh, so let's move on to our topic. So first topic was the most expensive albums. Okay. Do you have like? Uh, do you want to go through the list or just talk about the one that uh, shocked you the most? Yeah, for me, all of them is quite shockful because how they sp- mm. how do you spend one million or two million dollars on an album and to record it? It's well, very strange for me. I mean, if you see something like Food Fighters. Food fighters, <laughs> not food fighters. <laughs> sorry, someone is very hungry today. Okay, then, <laughs> then, no, not food. The food. Food. Ah, okay. Food fighters. <laughs> food fighters can be like. So maybe I'm hungry. So, so I just yeah, keep eating yeah. food. <laughs> but I mean, one by one is. Uh, I think it was the first album uh, of Foo Fighters, after years and years that. Um, mm. 
this guy. That Nirvana guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. exactly. This guy. Dave Grohl. Whole horror, yeah. Yeah, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl uh, Dave. Uh, came out. So I think that they just pump it up. Yeah. Because all the story. Yeah, but to I, I'm still thinking what can be the the uh, the expense list. Advertisement. How uh, much? How how can you, how much you can pay to advertise your? You know which is the most expensive here, and I was also surprised. Mm-hmm. Let's check. Is corn untouchable? No, it's third. No. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like five point eight million. I don't think that they go via the the coaster, because this is. Oh wait, maybe you're right. There are right. still more. Oh, sorry, I didn't check that they were like progressive. <laughs> Okay, then uh, no. The the most expensive was uh, uh, the Guns and Roses. Roses. Chinese Democracy, fifteen point seven million. Yeah, uh, but this is uh, the cost today. Yeah, yeah but the it was thirteen million again in two thousand eight. Yeah, true. In two thousand eight, so it was when um, Axel Rose ca- came out with a new band, I think. Yeah, probably. You know, the certain moment Guns N' Roses disappeared. Yes, then it was uh-huh. Slash doing stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know which word for God. And then Axel Rose, no, wait. Maybe the Slash was with the Guns N' Roses and uh, Axel Rose was alone. So I'm confused right now. Mm. But anyway, I don't think it was a good album because I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, then uh, the second one was Def Leppard. Def Leppard Hysteria. In the so 87. 4.5 million euro that dollars in 1897. But they, s- they sold t- 12 million units. Yeah, yeah, but the other one is not also that good, eh? What do you mean? The, the the first one, the Guns N' Roses, they didn't sell that they much. They sell one. One million. So it's it's a waste of money. So they they paid thirteen million to make the album. I don't know how, to whom. Well, it's not written who, uh, who endorsed them. Uh, I think that. Yeah. No, ma- maybe they built six studios to record. No, no, I think that uh, it was because of uh, the advertisement, the video clip, mm. um, maybe the production, but also production uh, cannot, uh, I mean, even the, the, the most expensive cannot uh, cost 15 billion. No, but I, I checked literally the most famous uh, sound engineers. You can sw- send your song and it's not, it's something like 2000 euros or something mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. To, to make them master or to make them mix. Yeah, exactly. So it's not, yeah, it, it, for me, it's, I, I really cannot understand how you can spend 13 million dollars for recording an album. Either you just picked all kinds of uh, extra musicians, yeah, so you didn't like play this, or you didn't record. Yeah, but also like this, uh, it's not possible. I mean even 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 that you, it's not possible because I know the prices of the of the session drummers, for example, the best session drummers for one song they they ask four thousand dollars or something like this. Four thousand uh-huh. for one song. Yeah, but th- these are the top of the top. Yeah, so th- it records for uh, Lady Gaga, for example. Yeah, okay, but then uh, if it, if it's for like uh, twelve song. Uh, or F- fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly, it's fifty thousand per uh, other four musicians. Is two hundred fifty for one for for twelve songs. Uh, but then, uh, are you sure that it's only for one song, or it's for like six? No, no, it, it's for or one song. I mean, but the, then I start to think if it's the price, for example, because you, you sent him the, the the song, and he works on his partition, he sends you some uh, examples, and you choose one, and he records that. 
generally the session musicians work like this. Mm-hmm. So here I either they just paid everyone so that the other people uh, also wrote the songs for them. And they put their name on the well, it album. Might be, yeah. right, but I cannot imagine Slash doing this to be honest. Yeah, me neither. So Axel Rose, yes, but Slash not. Um, maybe it's because uh, also the, the price of the musician, the original musician is inside. Yeah, we discussed before now yeah. there's not musicians that there pay is, but there yeah. are companies and they're paid like musicians are paid by companies yeah maybe that's that's that can be the case so they, they maybe inside this thirteen thousand uh, the 30 million euros there is also their salary yeah which is huge that then then the list doesn't make too much sense anymore yeah at least for uh yeah, because it's your money and you pay yourself mainly. but but then, yeah it's, it's quite crazy so there's a label that asks a product for you musician mm-hmm. you are paid like monthly or whatever mm-hmm. or by contract and then you release an album that is is not owned by you mm-hmm. but it has your name so like at least for your royalties you pick up royalties mm-hmm. I mean, if you reach a certain level, you you become really rich. Yeah. Because you're paid by the label and by the royalties, mm-hmm. plus advertisement and stuff like this. Yeah. But you need to really go uh, forward the threshold. Yeah, but to be honest, right now, th- the amount of uh, bands that makes lots of money are very limited, and I don't see any new bands doing those kinds of money. Unless you're. Yeah. I, even you are very good. Eh? Even if you are very good, you don't do that no, much. No, no, no. I do understand in metal, but in mm. pop and rap yeah, and, pop, yeah, and the, the, stuff the, like this, yes. I those guys are extreme. But those guys are also advertising all kinds of uh, all kinds of brands. For example, uh, Adidas makes a new shoe, yeah, and yeah. You, you put it in your video clip, and then you you get lots of money. Yeah, yeah but this is the thing that I'm saying. Uh, I mean, there's different way to earn money in music. Mm-hmm. and it's more related to your brand than not even the music that you produce yeah. anyway okay so let's go to our next topic which was so we the found the article uh. that says that if you uh, headbang then uh, it might be dangerous for your brain in the way that uh, you your brain will start to bleed mm-hmm. due to the concussion concussion mm-hmm. like you shake your brain in your skull and then it get damaged because of this movement and then you start to have like uh, I don't know broken veins or stuff, and then you start to bleed, and and then. Uh, I think it's not very real. <laughs> first of uh, all, for me, it's also the, the the case that they picked up about this guy going to doctor and complain mm-hmm. about headache. It doesn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. You have like parents that are doctors. Yeah. Maybe they can. Ex- my, my father is a brain surgeon, actually. So if yeah, you want for the next episode, we can make a call with him <laughs> to, to ask if we. No, but I, I, I head banged so much and the only thing that hurt in my body was my muscles, neck, neck but muscles. But for me it's the same. Yeah. And now I don't, I cannot head, head bang anymore. I think no, I, I am so neither. old. Uh, I'm first so of all, older. Yeah, first of all, I don't have hair anymore. So when I was young, I had like hair, on, uh, long hair up to here and nobody sees it but up to my ass let's say uh, down to my ass let's say so when I head banged it was something meaningful right I cannot imagine you with long hair to be honest yeah well uh, oh I, I, I was young <laughs> oh my god no but I think that's because of that uh, period of my time that I, I had a long hair that now I'm bald or on my way to go bald think it's genetics yeah that's also possible but the, the, you should see how how bad i took care of my hair okay then that might be because guys don't know what to yeah. do with their own hair so yeah 
So at least it helped, let's say. But well, I, I think this is, I think it's safe to do all kinds of headbang, but this is coming from a metal a metal head that is also don't have any medical degrees or something. So don't believe too much, but it, it didn't happen something to me. And a few times I also, crashed my head to to yeah some some people's <laughs> shoulder etc so it's painful but in the end with enough beer i think everything is fixed yeah also for me it's more like that uh, i feel that <clears throat> i can add bank but the day after my neck is complete paralyzed yeah, yeah. so there's no point to do it anymore i don't even move anymore when i go to metal concert i uh, yeah but i think out of habit i still do some movements mm -hmm. but very limited and i know my limits so i don't go crazy like i did in the past but I really, if there is a nice song, uh, that a song that I know, I really cannot stand still and enjoy the song, but I, I move and mainly I, I just do a mini headbang like this. Mm, okay, and uh, you nod basically. Yeah, I nod, yeah. Okay, then uh, yeah, follow up next episode uh, with your dad <laughs> or what? Let's see. <laughs> okay. That's, that's hmm. all for this epi ep episode. Episode, sorry. Then, uh, yeah. How, how do we want to close it? We, we just skipped my manoeuvre part. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. So it's not the end of the episode, guys. Yeah, I was, I was qu quite heartbroken and sad. I, wa I was really... Uh, you have four minutes, eh? not more than uh, 40 Okay, open really. the song lyric and... Yes. Yeah, basically, uh, we should put this link in the in the episode yes, description and just go your uh, check by yourself. The the screen is, is amazing. Like you have muscles. Uh, yeah, I think it's the album of Man War. Yeah, possible, possible. There is like horses. Uh, the, the, he has an axe or something like this. A scepter, probably. Is, uh, yeah. Okay, I don't know the English word, but okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did a song called Fight Their Power. I can also re-random and uh, find another one if you like. Because I don't get it, the, the, the lyrics. I mean, they're random generator, but then I get confused because kill our battle with glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what that, that, does it mean, kill our battle with no, glory? It's so funny because if you just check the Manova lyrics, it's very similar. So but it so does also make sense. <laughs> okay, yeah, true. That okay, we have to, uh, we have to read some Manova lyrics and now I'm really okay. curious. I write my glory without proud metal. Attack all the honor and kings and loud honor. <laughs> Don't die, please. <laughs> Wait. No, it's, it's the power. But it's also true that at the end they're just repeating four times the same line. Yeah, fight so the power, fight the power, fight the power. The the, the basically the, the formula is there. So it's a it's a it's a proper maneuver song. So I wouldn't be surprised or uh, mad if I hear those uh, if I heard those lyrics in a maneuver song. Feel horse. <laughs> How can you feel a horse? <laughs> you can touch. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. You speak with them. You ask them how do they feel today. Like they're stressed or I don't know. They I just feel horse with their own girlfriend, and you're listening to them, and they're like, "I feel you. I feel you, my horse. Come on. Okay, fight all the battles. It's fine." <laughs>
Okay, good. So basically, we will share this uh, beautiful link so that you can generate and have fun. I, I generated countless songs since last Friday and so still I'm loving. So when you're sad, you just open this link and generate <laughs> yeah. the manual lyrics. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Can we close the episode now? Yes, we can close okay. now. How, how do we close the episode? <laughs> Uh, thank you goodbye <laughs> thank you for listening and uh, fight the power <laughs> goodbye bye